This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend, everybody. It's another edition of The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap with Mike North. I'm Carmen DeFalco here on the ESPN Chicago app. We've got week three in the NFL, the Ryder Cup, the home stretch of the regular season in baseball with a lot of races over, but some still really, really interesting. So a ton to talk about with all of you great listeners today as we talk sports and sports gambling. And Mike, we are 10 and 8 in our best plays in football so far. 53.5%. That's what you got to clear to make money, and we're clearing that for now. We're only going to get better. I know it. So hopefully we'll continue to give out some winners, but it's going to be another great week of college and pro football. Oh, yeah. I'm three and five. I mean, I'm I'm so far ahead of last year. I was uh, one and nine at this point. Um, uh, I finally won a game in our third week. And uh, so, you know, as far as our picks go, I'm three and five. You were one and one last week. Great job. Uh, I went with Indy. Indy I gave out at three, but it went off at four, four and a half. So Mm -hmm. uh, I I count that as a win, even though I had to file paperwork with the World Gambling Organization. You know, the, oh, yeah. your, oh, well, Randy's gone back and forth with them numerous times backing our, our picks up, <laughs> and you know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of contention. And uh, so we got that, and, and, and so uh, as a group, we're hanging in there. I know that we're in that media pool. I'm four and six. I'm happy about that. But I wanted to ask you about the media pool. Yes. Where you pick five teams. Five. You got to pick five games a week. And we, we can't pick totals. We are You have no. to pick the spread. Yes. Why not? Because I love Joe I, uh, Ostrowski. I yep. love P- Sammy, all those guys. Oh, Great yeah. guys. But I used to run a pool like this where you had to pick three teams a week. But I used to do it on paper at the hot dog stand. Oh, my God. And I won, uh, and I also did parlay cards, and I would take uh, the top two teams at that time that people were taking, and I would end up taking them as straight bets, and I'd win. Mm -hmm. Because it was like inside trading. I had everybody's selections. I go, well, okay, I'll I'll, I'll take a look. Is that the same way with these guys, or is are they blind like we are when we make these picks? That's a good question. I, I have a feeling. Not that Joe can't pick games. Believe yeah, Joe me. can pick games, and so yeah. can Sam. I have a feeling that so it's, all, Sam. it's all on the up and up, and they can't see. I do, see. too. It's all I blind. That's what I was thinking. Not to, And I'm not taking Joe and me. We used to handicap uh, 15, 20 years ago. So it. he's good. I was just wondering, because that's how I used to win. I'm not saying, uh, you know, I didn't uh, pull shenanigans. I, I was it was like insider trading. What a different era, though. At the hot dog stand, there you are running this pool. People, right. are pro- they got to go to the paper uh, to find you know the the lines. I mean, now it's on your phone. What right. a different world! It oh, is it was now, crazy. Mike. And then you had to. And here's another thing. I mean, the parlay ca- cards. I, I I dished out uh, hundreds of them a week. Uh, and there'd be that one week where if a guy gets ten out of ten, you're going to lose ten grand. Mm. You know, uh, you're playing. He gets nine out of ten, which right. is enough. Yeah, right. They, they could, but parlay cards used to be huge in this town. I don't think you could find many uh, people that have them anymore. Unbelievable. That's when you used to have to, uh, you know, listen to what the the, the 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 sharps would say, and you know, a guy in Vegas yeah. who says this yeah. about that guy, and now there's information yeah. everywhere. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. I used to listen to Chet and go one and three, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, you know, 
Don't worry. There's always next week, kid. That's you know fantastic. what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. You know how he was. Oh, so, God. Uh, that's where you got your information or, or, or you know, those tout shows that used to be on yes. with Wayne Root. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I saw more of Wayne Root than I saw my own brothers during the week. That's fantastic. And guys like that, Stu Finder is still yeah. around, uh, uh, Jim Feist. Yeah. I mean, Chip Cherimbus. I know them all. <laughs> so they were funny. like relatives. Oh, God. So the dogs have been barking here. Not last night. A no. favorite actually covered to start week three. But through two weeks and one game of the NFL season here in 2021, the underdogs have really done well to the tune of 21 and 12 against the spread. Games are 18 and 15 to the under so far. Mm-hmm. And a trend that seems to continue. And Mike and I have talked about it. We talked about it at the fantasy football convention. If you were there last month at 115 Bourbon Street. In 2019, the NFL saw the smallest margin ever, the smallest winning margin ever between home teams and road teams. Last year, for the first time in NFL history, road teams had a winning record. Because could, of COVID and no crowd. Could have been COVID and no crowd. Well, I, I, isn't but it funny it happens that year? I, I don't know, and but uh, you're right, and that's certainly a huge part of it. But here we are through two weeks in one game, and guess what? Yep. The home teams are 16 and 17 straight up. So since the start of last season, mm-hmm. road teams have a winning record in the NFL, Mike. Yeah, and 16 and 17. For instance, Carolina, you know, they're 3-0 and right now. Yes, they are. I saw their schedule early, okay, and I saw who they've beaten. Let's see where they're at in three weeks. Agreed. Okay, they got a big-time rumble coming. So, you know, it's so early. Uh, you know, uh, like, like I say, it's it's so early. Uh, you know, when you pick, making picks, you don't you don't panic. You don't do anything like that. I think football teams got to run. If you're zero and two, you're starting to maybe get concerned. But if you're one and one, or even if you're two and zero, you can't let that sway you because you you could lose five in a row in this league, like just like it's nothing. I mean, Jacksonville looks like they'll never win a game. Who knows? Maybe they knock off Arizona this right. week. It's the National Football League. Yeah. Anything happens, uh, anything can happen from week to week in this league. You're right. For those of us that were on the Bears minus two last week, we probably felt really good with 10 minutes to go oh. in the game, and then we were really sweating it uh, by the end. Very Bears. But they did get the win and the cover as they won by a field goal. Now they're on the road and they are an underdog. And this line's actually come down a little. So some slight, slight money on the Bears, lowering the line from 7.5 down to a touchdown. So it hasn't moved across the key yet, but it is sitting there right now. Uh, the hook is gone. The Browns are a seven-point favorite, and Justin Fields will make his first start, Mike. Yeah, it's going to be a tough spot for him, but uh, I wish him nothing but the best. I want the Bears to win this football game, but we're painted into a corner now. I think Dalton last week was the best quarterback on the field. He ends up getting hurt, so this kid's going to go. I mean, have, and we're coming off a of Browns loss. They are they're one and one base. One and one, yeah. They're, and one uh, last week, yep, yeah. Uh, they lost to the Chiefs. They lost That's opening right. week to the Chiefs. Opening they had that lead, and they, and they and they blew the lead. Yeah. Absolutely. So now, what I'm looking at here, do we expect the Browns to lose to the Bears here? Would you put your life on that? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, would you be more inclined to play the money line with the Browns? I did this as uh, as one, you know, I do all the games. This is split right down the middle. Mm-hmm. But it's shaded more towards Cleveland. And uh, I think, you know, when you're betting a rookie, uh, it's it's tough. Now, even if he's going home, that's really not home. That's really and, not. You're right. Now, even though he, you know, he played at Ohio State, yeah. that means nothing once they hit the field. And if the Chicago Bears, and there should be some concerns about Joe Burrow, 
uh, intercepted three passes in a row, mm-hmm. and they struggled to beat Cincinnati at home. I know. Uh, that's something you got to be concerned about because I did say, and we did say last week, Carm, if the Bears get turnovers, they got a shot to win because yeah. they're not a defense that uh, you, you know, that will stop you on you know in three downs. They'll try to get a, a key turnover. Last week was a sensational game, yet they barely won. And thank God Justin Fields escaped the grasp and ran for that first down. Otherwise, I think they lose. Otherwise, the game. they probably lose that game, Mike. Yep. Right? And they got four takeaways in the second half, and it right. was life or death to beat the Bengals. Yeah, and and I'm concerned uh, for Justin. I, I I think that the Bears' plan would have worked. Now here's the deal: if if he plays, if even if they win. Does he bring back Dalton? Here, I'll give you a scenario. Let's say there's two touchdowns run back on defense, and the Bears win 17-7, to and Fields goes 5-17 for 17 for 80 yards, hmm. but they win the game. Do you start Fields the next week off that performance, even though the defense won you the game? Uh that's tough, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's an interesting scenario that way. Do you go off and, and the win? I don't know why Nagy's so insistent on saying, oh, no, when he's healthy, he's still the starter. I mean, I'm not sure why they want to continue to go down the Andy Dalton Well, I road. think he's got to win. He don't care how we feel. Does he have to win or does he have to develop Justin Fields? Like, what's going to – I I understand, but I also know this, that – all the first and second year quarterbacks are struggling right now. Yeah. Fields had one of the worst games last week, but he didn't start in fairness to him. Mm-hmm. You know, now he knows he's going to start. So this right. is his first real test. But I mean, my God, Zach Wilson is a mess. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Lance isn't playing. I knew that was going to happen. Lawrence, you know, he's on a bad football bad team, team yep. with no defense. So, I mean, it's been bleak. Look at Wentz. I mean, I, I broke. I mean, you, you, I sprained an ankle once. I was off my feet for two weeks. He's got two sprained ankles. He got two at once. <laughs> They're going to Brett Hundley. It looks like everybody yeah. thought it was going to be Jacob Easton. It looks well, like that's it's why be I'm saying, and and this is a this is going to be uh, interesting to see next year. Mitch Trubisky is going to be available when there's no good quarterback class coming out. He's going to be a three and a half year starter going into his fifth year. Whoever gets him. And listen to this, Carm. I don't know if you've heard these rumblies. You know who's looking at him? Who? Green Bay. Oh, to replace Rodgers? Well, yeah. they've got Jordan Love. Aren't they going to play Jordan Love? I mean, is he going to take another You backup? know who's looking at him? Green Bay. Hmm. They got Jordan Love, but apparently... Interesting. Maybe the media was right about him because he doesn't look all that good. But, but, but hey, there's going to be teams available to Mitch Trubisky next year. And, and this year, you're seeing where, you know... I asked a, a, a pretty well-known guy, an odds maker, what would the Bears be this week against Cleveland if the Trubisky was still on the team? He said five, five and a half, and now they're seven, that's seven. A pretty and big a half. downgrade. Yeah, but what it is is that that's a two-point swing. Usually, the quarterback don't even mean a point and a half. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's but because you're downgrade. starting a rookie in his first game, yeah, and Trubisky's. Got pretty decent stats, but he loses. He, he, you know, he could. He had his struggles too. Well, let's not pretend. But he said it wouldn't be seven and seven and a half. Yeah, because you're you're playing with a playoff quarterback from last year. Then speaking to Trubisky's uh, current team, I mean that team waxed the Dolphins. Although I don't think that game was as much of a. Obviously, it was a blowout, but I don't think it's indicative of the Bills playing great offense. No, like it re- the defense. Yeah, I mean the Bills' offense it looks a little off. Like I saw it, this on Twitter, I almost died. But you know me. I don't try to talk about Trubisky too much. But the last five games for Allen, the last five games for Trubisky, 
Have Randy look it up. Trubisky's numbers are as good. I mean, Allen all of a sudden looks like 2019 Allen. There you with go. Some of the accuracy issues. There you um, go. They've been uh, their success rate in eleven personnel has taken a tumble. Maybe from where he's it was last the guy year. that benefited with no people in the stands. I don't know. Maybe. Well, that helps sometimes, especially when you're on the road. I think the league is kind of adjusting a little bit to some of the offensive Absolutely. schemes of Brian Dable, and now it's going to be it's, you know he's going to have to kind of good point out scheme them back. I guess I, I kind of like Ron Rivera in Washington. Look, it, Ron Rivera knows Sean McDermott extremely well. Uh, Sean McDermott coached under. Ron Rivera, obviously, so it's an interesting matchup in Orchard Park this weekend. But this line has come down a lot from about nine to down seven to and seven and a half. And a half. Yeah, and some money coming in on the Washington football yeah. team. Six and two against the number in their last eight when getting points. Their defense hasn't been as good as we thought. The Bills' offense hasn't been as good as we thought. I guess we'll see, but I kind of like Washington's chances to go in there and hang this Yeah, it shades uh, Buffalo me. It's a lean. Okay. That's all it is. It's a lean, though. Uh, and, and the seven and a half's rich. Yeah. And yeah, you don't know what you're going to get. So this would be a stay away game. By the way, I want to just uh, let you know my mother uh, wanted to correct you on something and I, from last week. What's that? She listens to the show in the, on Saturday morning. She goes, why does Carmen quit, uh, keep talking about professionals like this when you guys are the professionals? <laughs> and I said, Mom, no, these are guys that actually make a living off of, uh, off of gambling. Okay, that's all they do. That's it. But who gives them the picks? I go, okay, we're professionals. We give them the too, picks. Okay? <laughs> Just let's move on, okay? I love it. Uh, yeah. So, so no, I like, I, I'll tell you what, it's a stay away game for me. Yeah. Not one I'm playing either, no. probably, but uh, no. I'm cheering for Ron Rivera as we always do. Oh, absolutely, right. Chico. We love him. When we come back, we'll talk to our guy, Luke Pergandy. <laughs> it's Ryder Cup weekend. You know it's a hot and heavy action on Prop Swap. So we will talk about that. More NFL and college football breakdown. The big college game, of course, here in Chicago. Game day is here. It's one of those dreaded 11 o'clock kicks that no. Mike and I hate at Never. Soldier Field between Wisconsin and Notre Dame. We'll preview that game. Big one for Randy Merkin. So lots to talk about. We're just getting warmed up, folks. We're cruising along. We are the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap on the ESPN Chicago app. Mike North and Carmen DeFelco, we do it every week for you. You'll get the encore replay on the radio station on ESPN 1000 Saturday morning from 8 until 9 a.m. And it is time to talk to uh, our great friend from PropSwap, one of the founding members of the great site and the great app, who's jet-setting all over the country, checking out football. It seems like every weekend he's going to be at Bears Cleveland this weekend. He is Luke Pergandy. <laughs> What's up, boys? What's up, buddy? <laughs> What's up, Luke? Week, week three. Here we go. I, th- yeah. I think there's uh, only one week during the NFL season where I might ask you a golf question before a football question because it's Ryder yeah. Cup weekend, and as yeah. we discuss all the time, Prop swap, you guys, you, you've mentioned it to us a thousand times. You never imagined when you guys created this idea, this brilliant idea, that golf would be such a moneymaker for you and that there'd be so much action when the big golf tournaments roll around. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a championship every weekend, you know, as opposed to the four major sports. You only get one per year. Um, yeah, Radic Cup up in Wisconsin. Um, I'm jealous. I would love to go to that. But obviously, like you said, going to the Bears game in Cleveland to see Justin Fields and company. 
But, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, this Ryder Cup, like, it's crazy that first hole, how rowdy they get. Um, so it's going to be fun to, to watch it and obviously bet on it all weekend. Yeah, we're taping early, so, you know, I just wanted to let the people know that I could be down money before noon here in <laughs> Chicago because I took speed and, oh. and Thomas. And John Rahm is just putting on the next bit. He's a machine, He's Mike. a machine. He yeah, he really be, is. In my opinion, because of his consistency, because of the way he's played the last two, three years, because his temper was supposed to get in the way and it didn't, because of his growth, I think he's the best golfer we've seen since Tiger. I do because this guy's yeah. made thir- this guy makes th- he just made a thirty five footer. I saw him win a major making two in a row uh, or the player. It's crazy, isn't it? How much action is on Europe? Is it evenly split right now, Luke, between the USA and Europe? Yeah, it's, I'd say a little bit heavier Europe just because they've done so well the last you know five tournaments. Yeah, um, ass, really. But yeah, I mean, you know, the Spaniard. It's yeah. <laughs> Ram is killing it. It seems like every time he's in the mix, it's just like. He just doesn't there, stop. There He's just, relentless. There are just no real weaknesses. The only weakness might be what Mike mentioned, is that sometimes he has a tendency to go on tilt and be a little too emotional. But, I mean, his game, yeah. there's, there's not a weakness in the guy's He's game. He's calmed down. No. And he has. You're no. right, Mike. There's just no weakness. Um, I the, the big story from week uh, two in the NFL was this 16-team parlay that this guy, he put oh. 25 mm-hmm. bucks down. He mm-hmm. could have made about 700 grand. He picked uh, 15 out of 15 until the Monday night game. He picked all money line. Um, now I understand the the whichever house he made it with. I think they did give him um, a buyout, which they don't typically do. But it I, was a free bet, wasn't it? The twenty five. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, a, it was a free, that, it was it a free, free bet. bet, and that's why they normally don't offer the buyout. But they did in this you case. You couldn't hedge. I mean, uh, but did you did that's you right. guys try to reach out to him and say, hey, can you post it? Would would he have been able to post a ticket like that Ooh, um, on point. the site? Yeah, if it, if, if it was a paper ticket, absolutely. It was a mobile bet. Okay. Um, you know, so if, if props off aside, right? If you want to profit three hundred thousand dollars to break even on that thing, on the on the Packers, right? So he had the Lions. Right. He had the Lions to collect seven hundred thirty thousand. What you should right. be doing is betting on Green Bay. Problem is to collect that three hundred thousand on Green Bay, you need one point five million dollars. Right. Yeah, so he didn't have that kind of money. So so that's the hedge so you're like, saying. You would have needed one point five million. Right. And like yeah. everyone shouts. You know, props up aside, everyone's like, oh, you just hedge. Don't use props up, just hedge. I'm like, guys, like, yeah. Green Bay was minus 500 in that game. You don't get one five sitting around in your checking account <laughs> right, to bet on yeah. sports. Like, <laughs> no, he ridiculous. had to sit there and take it. Not, not when you're making yeah, a $25 dollar free it. wager. You don't have 1.5 Schmill sitting around. Yeah, right? <laughs> but like, if, you po- if you post it on props up, like, of course we could have found him to buy it for 300000 I, I got plenty of guys that have 300000 sitting around, but. Yeah. A $25 free bag gambler just doesn't have that. Yeah. All right, it we... is phenomenal what he did, though. Cool. Oh, it's, I mean, it's pretty incredible. He yeah. still turned yeah, 25 awesome. into a lot of awesome. money. It's one of the best bets of the year. Yeah. All right. October baseball is right around the corner, Luke. Um, aside from football and all the great stuff, uh, the Ryder Cup props that are going to be available on the site and on the app this weekend. Um, it, you know, do we find action this time of year, like guys trying to buy and sell last minute Cy Young, uh, MVP, oh, that kind of stuff? Yeah, well, look at look what Bryce Harper's doing. Bryce I Harper's know. yes, minus, I have a, minus two hundred to I, win MVP. He I, was he was sixty to one like two months ago. I and you know it's amazing. Ticket. So does he only Merkin. had one half. I know. Merkin. It's not like Guerrero, who has had a full season, even Otani until he shut it down recently. Bryce Harper's done this noise. 
In the last in the, month, really? In the Mike? last month, month yeah. and a half. And a lot of guys like Acuna got injured. A lot of other people yes. have fallen off the show. Merkin and I both have Bryce Harper. Too. Oh, so baby. We are a little excited about that. I think he might win it now because yeah. uh, the Padres Absolutely. are out of it. So, he looks great. Yeah, so make sure everybody checks out the site and, and check out the app so you can see all those hot tickets. Enjoy Cleveland, buddy, um, and enjoy yeah. the game. Bring home a win, and we'll talk to you next week, all right? Thanks, thanks, guys. Go Bears. All right. Go Bears. There's Go Luke Bears Pergandy. Going to Cleveland I love instead it. of Ryder. This guy going to Cleveland. He's, he was in L.A. to see the new stadium when the Bears were there. Hopefully he's living life. He's That's living, the way to do it. He's living large, our guy. Follow him I, on Instagram, at Luke Pergandy. By the way, if I can, can I – I'm the home of the White Sox. Yes. May I congratulate the man who I had utter faith in when they were burning him to the ground. A man – who had the leadership abilities to admit to making mistakes, but also the rumors that he was going to lose the team and that the the minor leaguer was going to cause a rift because he's this all went away. Congratulations to Tony Lewis and the White Sox and the Sox. Yes, yes, and congratulations to Jerry Reinsdorf for not le- letting <clears throat> his other front office people talk him into AJ Finch, Hinch, the fixer. That's all I got to say. I'm very happy for that, and uh, I can't believe it myself. First time since 2008, so it wasn't a first. Hey, and at the beginning of the year, the White Sox were in a shoe-in, especially when people were saying, Carm, that he was going to lose the team. You know what? If Tony La Russa managed the San Diego Padres, maybe the Padres would be a better team and not the clown show where they argue in the dugout and they show no love. I saw that, yeah. Pa- yep. uh, Tatis and a Manny. manager matters, folks. Don't ever forget that. He matters. I like the way Tony paced the team down the stretch. Yep. I will give him credit for that. And he uh, didn't get uh, bent out of shape because uh, uh, they were playing 500 baseball in the no, second half. No, yeah, I don't, yeah. 2005, I was having a, a stroke in the second half, and then they go back into the playoffs after 2005, the second half. Ozzy will tell you, they were they were bad. Yeah. And then they just dominated. So. I think he knew not to panic, which is good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't have to. They're, had they had their full, complete team for this whole time, you might be more worried about it. But I think he knew what was going on. They're just trying to get everybody healthy. I think he did a nice job managing Tim Anderson, really. Yeah. Tim, Tim needed a couple of weeks off. I, we, and, I, and I think that was, uh, you know, I, I, I'm glad they handled the, the Tim Anderson situation the way they did here in the last month. Well, if we lose, we're going to lose because of defense. Uh, they have not looked good of recent, recently. Grandell has a reputation at times not coming up uh, with the big plays. Uh, Anderson, uh, I saw two balls he should have had last week. One went under his glove on a on, on, on an easy play. So I, I think that's the deal. And, of course, the pitching. you got to hope the pitching comes soon. I don't wow. see why not. That being said, surprise us. I don't think they can win the World Series. But to get there... They did this. Getting through the AL is going to be tough. Absolutely. Top of the AL with, you know, having to play Houston. I mean, my God, it's right out of the gate. Like, yeah. You got a tough matchup. Having to, If you're going to play the Yankees or the Blue I'm probably not as worried about the Yankees if they get in as I am with the Blue Jays. I mean, I, I don't think I want to have to face the Blue Jays. I don't want to face the, any of those teams. The you know Rays. Uh, I mean, how about Boston? Yeah, I mean, I how mean, about Chris Sale's return this year? Well, wow. Don't get me started. Holy I, I, I think we got a shot to win it all if he's there. Uh, if he's with us, but you know wow. that that was a messed up situation from way back in yes, the day. Yes, it was. You're right about. I that. mean, that was weird. Yeah. Uh, and and that the LaRoche stuff was weird. Yes. Robin Ventura, one of the worst managers. Good guy. Love but one Robin, of the worst but not. Yeah, not a good manager. How horrible.
Couldn't find him that day. Yeah. They couldn't find him. That, Kenny Williams and them had to go down there and straighten that whole thing out yeah. with the LaRoche stuff and everything else. Yeah, it wasn't good. Not good the way that was handled. No. All right, when we come back, we have more NFL games to talk about. We will preview ND and Wisconsin. we we got to have Merck sort of carry uh, yeah, we get Merck in there. Tell one, us how you know? great they are. Yeah, well, I don't think Merck thinks his Badgers are so great, to be honest. I don't think anybody does, <laughs> not even Barry Alvarez. But they're still a six-and-a-half-point favorite, for crying out loud. Well, you know what? Day. I mean, they're going to Soldier Field. It's gonna You're going to have as many Wisconsin fans as Notre Dame fans. It's, I close. think it's a good spe- – I, I, I like the, the game. We'll see what happens. All right, when we come back, more NFL, more college talk, so don't go anywhere, folks. And we have best bets to give you before we're done. Sit tight. We're coming right back inside the Odds Couple, presented by Prime. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Back inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap on the ESPN Chicago app. Encore replay tomorrow morning, 8 to 9 on ESPN 1000. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. Follow Mike on Twitter. He's always giving out picks. At North to North, I'm at Carmen DeFalco. Uh, we're going to give you our best plays. Under Coastal Carolina weekend. last week, I gave you one. Look at that. Yeah. Nice. Got lucky there. They got a big total. They played a night Coastal Carolina, right? I think that game is tonight or is that tomorrow? It might be tomorrow. They got a big total tomorrow in their game against UMass. I think it's like 65-66. Boy, that team can kind of... That team I better have a good weekend score, because golf is not going to be kind early. We'll see what it's like this weekend yeah. with the Ryder Cup. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame-Wisconsin, it's one of those dreaded 11 o'clock starts. Game oh, day is yeah. here. It's at Soldier tomorrow. This is the one everybody's talking about. First meeting between the programs, Mike, in 57 years. And, of course, this is the Jack Cohn revenge game. Uh, the former Badger quarterback who had the transfer because of Graham Mertz. And Graham Mertz don't look so good. Is no. If he's not playing lovey, he doesn't look so good. Badgers with an extra week to prepare. I think that's always helpful. They're about a six, six-and-a-half-point favorite against the Irish tomorrow afternoon. I want to compliment the fact that Wisconsin, who I they used to be a doormat just like Northwestern, and Northwestern come, has come around. But Wisconsin, I mean, I go back to the days, and I know Randy's heard of this guy, of Paul Flatley and guys like that. I mean, in the 60s, when they went to the Rose Bowl in 63, bottom line is that uh, they have not had – uh, they don't scare people like they used to. I don't know if it's – and maybe Randy can jump in in here. The trenches used to be what they owned. They used to have good secondary play. But also the quarterback never made a lot of mistakes, Ranch. And it seems to me Mertz started out with a real hot game. When was it, last year? And all of a the, sudden – The Illinois game, yeah. The Illinois game. And all of a sudden things have gone south. Listen, I think what's going to – First of all, the running backs aren't great this year. And they're not. They're they're probably the worst they've been. There's in no Ron Dane. Yeah. There's no right. Yeah. I think it's going to come down to two units: Wisconsin's defense against mm-hmm. Notre Dame and Jack Cohn. That's going to decide the game. Because, I think you're absolutely because right. because Wisconsin's defense is still really good. It's fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. Jack, Jack Cohn has just made enough plays to win so far. There, Notre Dame's defense has been garbage. Look, Notre Dame was like barely escaped that FSU game. I mean, look what's going on at Florida State. Terrible. They're awful. Yeah, terrible. I mean, that, that win it doesn't look all that good. Toledo's, even to the Toledo game, Toledo lost at home last week to Colorado State. They got drilled. drilled. Notre Dame yeah. could win every game 42 to 41, win every game by one point. And if they go have one loss or undefeated, they're going to the playoffs. We, yeah, they could. Right? Uh, if they could. were ten and one and they won, yeah. won every game forty three forty two, but they're ten and one, or what do you think, guys? They're, I know 
they style could. points mean something, but it's Notre Dame. They could. Yeah. Well, I think Merck hit it on the head. Jim Leonard with an extra week to prepare defensively could be the difference. And in obviously, this game. he knows Jack Cohen, right? And he does. And yeah. I don't know if I like Lane. I love Jim Leonard, seven. man. Seven. Oh God, how could, how could you not? I don't know if I like laying nearly seven with an offense that just really struggles to put big plays on the board. Wisconsin just hasn't shown the ability to put big plays together offensively. But uh, if anything, if I don't think I'm going to play anything in this game. If anything, I might look to the nah. under a little bit. It's an 11 that. o'clock game. Yeah, and, we hate you know, those. They got to get used to playing in a stadium that's not as nice as the stadiums they play in. <laughs> Period. Good point. I mean, my There's God, they're going to drive up to that thing. They're going to go, when did we get to Rome? There's an adjustment period. My God, they they go in there. They and, you know the ghost of George Halas is waiting I for. I love him. it. Back to the NFL. One of the best games, I think, one of the most intriguing games of the weekend is a good matchup in the AFC West. It is at Arrowhead. It is the Chargers and the Chiefs. Uh, I want so badly for this number to get out to seven so that I could back the LA Chargers. I don't like it as much at six and a half. I do think that half point could make a big difference, but. Uh, Kansas City. I mean, one trend to pay attention to. Well, while Kansas City's tough to beat, we know that. And they have one to... and eleven against the spread last twelve games. Thank you, Mike. Knew exactly <laughs> where I was going. He we knew... don't rehearse. We just know. He knew exactly where I was going. I knew folks. where you were going. We're like twins. We are. Mike we're like knew... the Schwarzenegger Devito. I mean, we. He knew exactly where I was going. That That's is it. The, the, now, now the Chargers. Joe Lombardi who is the uh, you know who left uh, Sean Payton and the Saints. He is mm-hmm. now the offensive coordinator of the Chargers. He better wake up and realize he doesn't have a 38-year-old uh, Drew Brees with a, uh, you know, a tired arm throwing the ball anymore. He's got Justin Herbert. They better realize that they better open it up, start taking shots down the field. Uh, there's no reason that Justin Herbert should be, out of 44 players that have attempted a forward pass in the NFL this year, there's no reason he should rank 30th in intended air yards per attempt with only seven. They're doing too much little nickel, dime, dink, and dunk. He's got Justin Herbert. Throw the ball down the field. I think this is the week he kind of makes that adjustment. And I think the Chargers are going to go in there and play well this Well, you week. know how Randy always tries to pep me up, you know. He's give us something different. To, I, I We heard the race Chris Zorch story seven times, okay. I got a, a stat here that's amazing. Kansas City averages 7.2 on offense. But they give up 7.6 on defense. There you go. And that's the problem here. That's why I won't play this game, but if my life depended on it, I'd have to go with the trend here. And I don't like trends as carbon knows. Right. But if you're 1-11 against the spread yep. and your defense is giving up 7 yards a play... I mean, you got to look at, at the Chargers as a lean. I think you're right. As a lean, I Enough. think you do. Mike nailed it with the Chiefs' defense. The Chiefs' D has allowed, has allowed the most plays of 40-plus yards in the NFL through two weeks, and they are dead last, 32nd in defensive success rate. So I think you just nailed it. Defensively, they have not been good. I think having Tyron Matthew back helps, and you saw a little bit of that last week. But I think, if anything, you lean towards the trend. And don't forget Mahomes last year led all quarterbacks with balls that should have been intercepted at 19. That's right. So are you going to get that same luck that you've had? And the fact is, I'm going to tell everybody this. I've seen them all. Randall Cunningham. I've seen Fran Tarkenton. Steve Young. You know, my God, I have never seen a guy, a quarterback, run with the football with with uh, moves like that. I mean, this kid has got, I'm talking about Lamar, Lamar Jackson, has yeah, Dale yeah, Sayers moves. Yeah. He's something. I mean, he, he really is. I, I, and they got over the hump against Mahomes. He's a video game, man. And uh, Mahomes is great. Don't get me wrong. Of course. Yeah. But, man, 
Yeah, I, know. I mean, you you got to be kidding me. You have All I hear is they have no running backs. Yeah, you do. Him. You got him. Uh, another AFC divisional game, Steelers at home against the Bengals, laying three under Mike Tomlin. The Steelers have been dominant in the division at home, winning uh, 33 of 42 division games since he took over. They haven't lost at home to the Bengals since 2015, but... Oh, boy, watching these Steelers, especially on offense, is rough. The O-line just can't protect Ben. He can't move like he used to. Add a peck injury to Big Ben on top of it now. And according to the NFL and next-gen stats, Big Ben has had the fewest seconds to throw on average in the NFL this season, just 2.41 seconds on average. Some of that is because they're trying to get the ball out quick because they know that they just can't protect him. That offensive line has issues uh, I, I and I don't know about the Bengals going on the road, but man, it's tough to back the Steelers. As the Bengals right can't now. win on the road. I, I don't think they've won in, in a year. I don't think they've won since Patton was a corporal <laughs> on, on the road. Uh, so uh, I'm looking at the Steelers who are favored here. Yeah. Now wait a minute. You got a, an old man. An old man. Me, I, I have an affinity for old men. You know, yeah. as far as I'm that at, at that age where I'm called, hey, you old goat. Well, that's what he is. He's an old goat. Yeah. And and you know what? When you have a bicep or a pec ter, a tear and you're his age, how do you play? Yet, they're favored because Cincinnati shoots themselves in the foot mm-hmm. like they did last week. Yeah. I never, I'm shocked by Burroughs. I was shocked. I don't care. I mean, if you're a Bengal fan, you watched Andy Dalton in the first quarter and you're watching Burroughs now, you're saying... Dalton was just as good. Yeah, for one quarter, maybe. Um, well, he got hurt. He got hurt. Yeah, you know, I, I, yeah. you can't penalize the guy for going nine, nine. What was he? Eight to ten? Nine to ten? He was good to start yeah. that game. He was, and they, I like. I was happy. See, that you know first... what? You, 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 this is the thing with you. I'm going to battle. We're going to be battling till till for the next twenty years on this. The odd couple going to be celebrating our thirtieth anniversary <laughs> down the line. But I tried to explain to you the rules now can. Exp- make any quarterback look good. Do you think Tom Brady would still be around if the rules were no, the way they were not. in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and no. 90s? Instead, you're trying to tell me last week that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback going right now, and all Brady does is throw five touchdowns. He is because he can play till he's 50, Carm, because the rules, yeah. if he's got time to pass, it's gonna be he's going to be tough to beat. Yeah, he just knows. He knows what he's doing, and and the rules are soft. They are, and he knows how to take care of himself and how to protect himself. Yeah. I mean, he really does. I mean, so it's going to be. I I still, I mean, everybody thinks the Rams. I got to lean towards Tampa in this game. I mean, but every a lot of people love the Rams. I, I looked at it. It's not a pick that I can make. Yeah. But I would lean Tampa Bay with Brady before Stafford. I don't care how good he's looked. I got a I got a a you lean on the throw, total of that game, it? so we'll talk about the total on Ooh, that one. Yeah, I heard they... the, the side is tough to pick on that one, Mike. You're it's that it's tough, man. It's tough. They're one and a half. I know. I mean, you're looking at this thing. I'm looking at Tampa Bay. They haven't lost. I mean, is it is it impossible to say they will? Yeah, the total's fifty five. I mean, it looks like you'd have to go over. Yeah. I mean, my God. We'll talk God. about that in a few minutes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to give you our best bets in a little bit. We're also going to talk to our buddy Jim Miller when we come Jimmy! back. Yeah, that's our guy. Don't go anywhere. He's going to give you some ponies, and then we'll give you our best bets as we get ready to wrap up this week's edition. So stick around, folks. We're coming right back inside the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000. 
You're listening to The Odds Couple, Friday nights at 6. With a replay Saturday morning at 8. On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. On the odds couple, we're getting ready for week three in the NFL. We previewed Notre Dame, Wisconsin. We got our best plays coming up, and it's time to get some ponies for the weekend with one of our favorite guests and one of the best handicappers in the business. He is the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse. They've got their night of champions this weekend. We'll talk about that. Say hello to the one and only Jim Miller. Jim, hey, how are you, buddy? Gentlemen, I'm doing well, like you mentioned, Carmia. Night of Champions Saturday night, over one million in purses, all the Illinois bred horses, really good races, a really good card. Closes out the harness season this weekend, and then in two weeks, thoroughbreds are back, and hey, from there, we're going at least 15 months straight for racing, and probably even further than that. That's great, Uh, and congrats to you, and what a great uh, cause yesterday. You helped out Cap, and did the whole walk with him. Uh, The walk is one for Bernie's Book Bank. So what, it took you guys about 10 nine, hours? Nine and a half, 10 hours to do it. And, and I'll tell you, it was so rewarding. The best yeah. stop, we, we stopped at all the Chicago sports venues. But the coolest stop was at Ward School. And I posted a video of it on my Twitter account. These kids were so excited. Every single student got a bag of books from Bernie's Book Bank. And, and just the, the joy you see on their faces, how everybody lightens up. And, and it was. It, it was a really rewarding experience. Wasn't the easiest experience by any means. Very cool from start to finish. You know, I took the the one tweet you sent out on uh, Sheridan and Devon, uh, right by the beach there. I used to clean that beach, so for the Chicago Park District. So I said, okay. I got to retweet this one. You guys were all over the place. You went to Loyola. I it was fun following the whole thing. And now. Let's talk about the Night of Champions. Uh, yep. How special is this going to be? Uh, how's the crowd going to be? How's the football crowd now combining with the racing crowd? It's got to be loaded over there. It is. It's very busy. Night of Champions is a very busy night, which is cool, because you have all the owners in Illinois, you have all the trainers in Illinois, and then the fans get to come together. It's really good racing. We talked last week about how the point system accrues points to get to these finals so the best horses in the state can race in these finals. But it's very competitive racing. There's always upsets on this night, too, so there is a chance to make some money. But it is. It's a great way to close out the harness meet, and it's something that we really look forward to each and every year. All right, so what are we wagering on this weekend, buddy? Well, at Night of Champions, we're going to Hawthorne. So we're getting three horses at Hawthorne. We're betting them all across the board. You have some value in some races here, too. So we're going to start in race number six. But the three-horse, Coco de Lucito across the board. This horse has a lot of really good early speed. And then in race eight, bet the seven, king of my heart across the board. This would be one of the upset plays. And then in race 11, our high five has a mandatory payout. That pool is going to be half a million in the high five. The horse you want to key on top and bet across the board is the three Fox Valley exploit. We'll make some money for week three in the NFL. I like it. Uh, the sixth race. These are odd Hawthorne, the night of champions tomorrow night, folks. The sixth race, the three horse across the board in race eight. We're going to go lucky number seven across the board. And then in race 11, the three horse across the board. Jimmy, have a great weekend and we will talk to you next Friday. All right. You got it. Take care, boys. Have All a good buddy. weekend. There's Jim Miller. Jimmy! 
That's our guy at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter, the night of champions. You do not want to miss it. All right. Any other games uh, before we give out the best plays? Anything else uh, that you're interested in pro college wise, Mike, or should we jump into best plays? Well, I think we could jump into best plays because I'll go over what I did on the bonus pick today. And yeah. folks, if you don't listen, 1148 is destination radio. Now, last week I did make a mistake. I did lose. I don't win all the time, uh, but I will go on one of my 10, 11 game winning streaks. There's no doubt about it with this great group of, of Yurko, Carmen Yurko. So uh, I, I took uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, going against uh, Kansas State, uh, Carm. I don't know. It's a, a minus six right now in uh, that game. And uh, if you look at uh, uh, Kansas State, they're 3-0. and Oklahoma State is 3-0. and Yet Oklahoma State is minus six in this football game. I had no preconceived notions. I did the homework. Mm-hmm. It overwhelmingly says take Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. I like it. All right. So that yep. was the bonus play. Okay. A very State. quiet three and zero for them. Yeah. How about that? Right. Yep. Yeah. And oh, in the meantime, the other Oklahoma school, uh, you know, barely surviving. You know, they they have an FCS win on there. The other two wins were kind of life or death against uh, a Nebraska team that I think has some value as a five point dog at MSU this weekend. And then they barely escaped two lanes. So, yeah, Oklahoma State playing well. All right, uh, I'm going to give you a best play here. Um, the Dolphins. Now, I was on the Bills last week. That was one of my best plays. Ooh. I didn't think they'd go down there and win 35 nothing. But we know that since the start of the 2019 season, no coach, no team's got a better against-the-number record, even though they got blown out last week, than the Miami Dolphins. I actually like the Dolphins as the dog going on the road, even without Tua. The oddsmakers barely shifted this line once they found out from Tua. They didn't even really take it off the board. Uh, I thought they might at the start of the week. Not a big drop-off in the oddsmakers' eyes between Tua and Jacoby Brissett. I think Vegas, after a couple of very emotional wins, could be in store for a little bit of a letdown here. This number is Vegas laying four and a half. I'm going to take the points, and I also think it'll be helpful for that Dolphins offense to get Will Fuller in the mix for the first time this year. He missed week one because of suspension. He missed last week because of a personal matter, but he's still, when he's on the field, he's still dangerous and one of the best deep threats in the NFL. So I'll back the Dolphins going on the road, getting four and a half in Vegas this weekend. That's a good one, Carmen. You've been on uh, on a roll, so you know what? Uh, one of the good picks, and it's still early, folks, so you got to be careful. Don't shoot your whole bankroll in one week. You know what? Just uh, just pace along. Uh, I happen, uh, you know, I don't make the rules here. I, I, I don't make the picks here. I don't I don't get, and, and every, every time I get something like this, I fear it, and then it works out okay. But for some reason, it came out that the Jacksonville Jaguars are going mm. to stay within uh, seven and a half points at Jacksonville. I think they're a bad football team. I don't think their defense is worth a damn. Yet, uh, the Cardinals are going to travel, and uh, they've been off to a pretty good start. And uh, uh, it seems to me that, uh, you know, Kyler Murray... He's got seven touchdowns. It all points to a blowout. Uh, I'd go one unit, but that's what it gave me. I don't derive. I'm taking Jacksonville. I think it's a good play. Kyler Murray uh, is a much better play as an underdog than a favorite. The cards are just four and eight against the number six and six straight up when they're laying points with uh, you know the, the the duo of Kyler and Kingsbury. I think it's much better when they're getting points and not mm-hmm. playing them. I think it's an excellent play. Thank you, my friend. Um, I'm going to give you another one. We kind of teased this a little bit. It's a big total. I mean, this thing opened at about, first of all, the look ahead, I think, was like 52. The adjustment was made uh, when the lines came out Sunday night. It was, I think it opened at about 54. It's now 55, 55 and a half. 
Play the over anyway. Bucks rams is going to be a shootout. It just feels like the last team to score is going to win. The Rams won a thrilling one in Tampa last year, 27-24. to um, I Look, there have been 18 drives against the Rams' defense this season. And it's the Bears and the Colts, not Tom Brady and the Bucks. Three have ended in punts. Teams are moving the balls. Uh, moving the ball, excuse me, on the Rams. The Bears threw a red zone pick. You know, the Colts got down on the goal line, couldn't punch it in last week. Then they threw a pick at the five-yard line. So some goofy stuff has happened. They they don't mind teams going between the 20s on them, but good luck stopping Tom Brady and Gronk and company that way. I think there are going to be a lot of points scored in this game. I know it's a high total. I'm going to say take the over anyway. That's a good one also. On that. I mean, defense is an afterthought. I like this game, folks. And you know what? Uh, last week, I, I, I the thing that, that the system's been doing for me uh, is taking the upsets. I had two upsets the week before. Uh, last week, I had Baltimore on the show here uh, against uh, a very good football team, and they ended up beating them. And I'm pretty good on these specialty games. And this one is overwhelmingly take the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. Uh, the Cowboys hit a roadblock. Eagles getting four. Monday the night. coach is arrogant, saying, hey, you know what? Everybody thought he's arrogant. Wait a minute. He, he wore a shirt that said, Eagles beat the Cowboys. What do you think? He, he <laughs> You don't think he wants to beat them? You've you got to get mad at a T-shirt? I know, right? But he's got v- very good bravado. Their team is was miscoached the last couple of years. They had bad personnel decisions. I'm going with the Eagles in in a game that people are going to be chasing, and I guarantee you we'll take the Cowboys. I've been down that road before. That's Monday Night Football. Good call. And finally, I'll give you one more. 49ers hosting the Packers. Uh, Niners laying three and a half. They covered as a favorite last week on the road, even though they really uh, they, they lost the stats in that game, and they got dominated in the first half. They still took a lead into the locker room, but this is not a great spot for Kyle Shanahan, just 10-18-1 against the number as a favorite. Meantime, the Packers are 5-2 and two against the spread when taking points under Matt LaFleur. I think the uh, Packers are going to go out there and play well. This is the fourth straight season these two franchises are hooking up. Now, they got punched in the mouth in two losses in 2019, including a playoff loss, but they won uh, the matchup in Lambeau last year, and I just think there are too many injuries, both now offensively and defensively, for the 49ers. And LaFleur did some good game planning and some good uh, tweaking at halftime to kind of adjust his offense to be able to rally and beat the Lions last week. So I think they're going to carry some of that momentum out to San Francisco, and I'll take the Niners getting three. And I'm sorry, I'll take the Packers getting three and a half at San Fran this weekend. So yeah, there couple, you have it, folks. A couple that didn't make a lot of the uh, that didn't make the cut. New Orleans, take a look at them against New England as a lean. You don't have to play it. Okay. And over Bears forty six. I like over Bears forty six. By the way. Both teams have struggled. Is the defense going to have turnovers like they did last week, or is it going to be a free throw? I think it's going to be a free throw. I think it's a. I think it's a good point, and I think both teams are struggling to get the other team off the field on third down. Uh, neither, you know, the Bears defense nor Cleveland's defense has been great on third down. I think it's a good point you make. So, happy wagering, everybody. Enjoy the weekend. And uh, thanks to Tyler Aki and Randy Merkin, and we will see you again next week for another edition of the Odds Couple. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.